You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to the Give Your Life Away podcast. If you're just joining us, if you're new to this podcast and this is your first episode, we are going through this year, 2018, the New Testament epistles. And I'm reading them section by section. Each day is a new section. And then making a couple comments, devotional comments on each section for you, the listener. Today, we come to Romans 11. We've been working our way through Romans. We come to Romans 11, 1 through 10. And this is the, the part where Paul basically argues for the fact that God has not totally rejected Israel. God is saving Israel still. But... The person who reads Romans or who, who thinks about all that God is saying may look at the nation of Israel and say they've rejected Christ altogether. And Paul's argument is no, there's a remnant that has been saved. Therefore, God keeps his promises. It may not be that every single person who's ever born with Jewish blood will repent and turn to Christ, but there will be a remnant. And therefore, God can say that this is his chosen people. These are his people. So Romans 11, 1 through 10, I'm going to read it, and then I want to make a comment at the end that I believe will be a great encouragement to you if you listen to what the Word says. Romans 11, 1, Paul says, I ask then, has God rejected his people? By no means. For I myself am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, a member of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not rejected his people whom he foreknew. Do you not know what the scripture says of Elijah, how he appeals to God against Israel? Lord, they have killed your prophets. They have demolished your altars, and I alone am left, and they seek my life. That is Elijah speaking. Paul says this, but what is God's reply to him? Here's God's reply to Elijah. I have kept for myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. So too, at the present time, there is a remnant chosen by grace. But if it is by grace, it is no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise, grace would no longer be grace. What then? Israel failed to obtain what it was seeking. The elect obtained it, but the rest were hardened. As it is written, God gave them a spirit of stupor, eyes that would not see and ears that would not hear down to this very day. And David says, Let their table become a snare and a trap, a stumbling block and a retribution for them. Let their eyes be darkened so that they cannot see and bend their backs forever. This is Paul highlighting the fact that there are some in Israel, not all in Israel, some in Israel who have been saved. And I want you to notice where the credit goes to their salvation. It doesn't go to them. He doesn't say there are most who don't get it, but there are a few bright ones who really get it. He doesn't commend those who are saved in any way in this section. He says in verse 5, So too, at the present time, there is a remnant chosen by grace. Chosen by grace is really the banner that a believer could put over their whole life, their entire life of salvation, their, their entire future. If you are a Christian, you have been chosen by grace, not chosen by your efforts. As John 1 says, it's not by the will of man that someone becomes a Christian. We are chosen by grace. It is the will of God, the will from above. And my personal belief is that the people who understand that they have been chosen by grace, not chosen because 
they repented and they initiated salvation themselves or not the ones who received salvation because they believed and they chose God when he wasn't looking for them. No, the people who believed that he came to look for them, he came because he foreknew them, he came because he predestined them, he came and called them and they responded. He came and did this. The people that understand that, I believe, are the most thankful people in the entire world. Ray Ortland Jr. has written a prayer in response to this passage. And I want to read a few lines from it as we close. Ortland Jr. writes this, O Lord, how clever and persistent I am in my attempts to intrude myself into the equation of grace. I would even argue that it was something in me that you foresaw which prompted you to choose me. I would argue my faith, my repentance, my yearning for you as possible grounds for your choice of me. But I now repudiate it all. Why did I, a hardened rebel, surrender my sword to you, my rightful king? How did I, a lost wanderer, find my way to your doorstep? Did I reason my way into your grace? Did I believe my way there? Did I lift myself, fatally maimed, into your arms, my great physician? Obviously, we know the answer to Ortland's prayer, and God knows the answer to Ortland's prayer. The answer is no. He did this all. I'll remind you one more time of verse 5. If you are a Christian, you, just like the remnant of Israel, have been chosen by grace. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.